What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast, where we're, of course, talking about all things misunderstood, as per usual. And, you know, today's episode is a little bit different. First of all, thanks so much for tuning in. How cool of you. Um, You could be doing so many things right now, whether you're working out or driving, or maybe you're just making a nice cocktail for the evening and want to tune into my voice. Appreciate that. But still... You're taking time to tune into this, and I think this is a necessary conversation. So much so, I was talking to my best friend, Jackie Barnum, who you all know, she's been on the podcast before, and it was a Saturday morning, we're having a cup of coffee, over Zoom, of course, chatting, and we always end up just getting like fiery and passionate and like very passionate with a capital P on a topic, like pick a topic. And we're like, ah, I want to change the world. This is why. Well, in this case, we were talking about how we have so many women who reach out to us on social media and a variety of questions, you know, whether it's, you know, I I don't feel like I can be myself. I don't feel like I can be, you know, display my true personality. I feel like I need to hide my femininity. What do I do? This, that. And we're always trying to give advice and tips from our personal experiences But then also having to do with people consistently who challenge our online presence. And, you know, quick background, if you didn't know, Jackie and I are both active duty military officers. Everything that we do online is really out of passion. You know, it's not because we're like, this is how we're going to make millions. It's because we started with the platform. We started speaking out. We got a response and we saw a need for an audience. And the audience really wanted someone spearheading these messages. So that's where it all started. And so on this conversation, I literally told Jackie, I was like, stop talking. Let's record. And she was like, no, I'm not ready. I haven't had a full cup of coffee. Did it anyways. And so it's a very authentic conversation between Jackie and I. Not formal, not scripted. No notes were taken. She said she had notes. She had didn't have any notes. Um, just really off the cuff about how we're handling criticism as, in general, females, but then also as officers online and just being influencers in general. So if you're interested in how to handle this, our quick tips on the opinions of others and how to na- navigate that, tune in. It starts now. You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. We've got, by popular demand, Miss Jacqueline Barnum, a.k.a. Catherine Barnum, a.k.a. my bestie from the Rusty. Hey, Jackie, how you doing? Hello, I'm great. Feeling good. Got my coffee, got my notes. I want to give everyone just a little like background. Jackie and I woke up. Actually, no, we went to bed like feeling inspired. And we're like, let's record a podcast tomorrow. And then we got on the phone over coffee and we just started like brain dumping all of these things we've been going through recently because it's been a minute since we catched up or caught up rather. And 
then it's been an hour and a half and we realized we never recorded a podcast, but now we're going to dive right in because we got on a topic that we were planning on discussing, but immediately just like found value in. Jackie started talking about how you receive a lot of DMs from, you know, awesome young women, high schoolers, cadets, midshipmen who are kind of trying to overcome the stigma of being a female or maybe even concerned about being a female. And I receive the same thing. I receive DMs all the time from women who are like, hey, what is it like being a female? And so Jackie and I were having a, a pretty you know, open conversation about what it's like being a female, but also like just advice and moving forward, like kind of just not even making it about like being a female. Does that make sense, Jackie? Like I'm trying to put that in. Yeah. So I can actually, I have a message like pulled up that I think would set us up. So this is like a pretty common message that I get. So this is from someone who's actually at the Academy currently, and they are asking me to set up a phone call And they said, I'm struggling with balancing my personality, being a girl and trying to earn respect. Thank you so much. So I think like the one phrase that just like sticks out to me is this like, and trying to earn respect. I Mm -hmm. think people focus on that so much. And I feel like that's, I, my, my first response to that is like, that's not what the focus, you shouldn't even like focus about on that, you know, because that is a very self thinking like intrinsically thinking concept of like earning respect where my first piece of advice to this person would be don't even think about earning respect I think that if you're competent you try really hard and you can hang you know like in terms physical fitness wise like you're competent in your job you know what you're doing you're confident and work on all those skills and abilities first the earning respect will just follow. And that is just an, just a product of other things. You can't just like wake up one day and just be like, okay, I'm going to earn respect today. It's a process you have to continually, continually work at. And there's no like just quick fix. You're not just going to like show up to the Naval Academy or show up to the fleet and just be like, I am earning respect today. It's more of like, I need to think about those I'm leading and those that I'm in charge of and what I can do for them and focus that energy outward on them. And then as a result, they will then respect you as a leader and as a person and as, you know, the person that's looking out for them. So that's kind of like what I always think first when someone's saying I have a problem with earning respect. My first question is just like, okay, well, what are you, what are you actively doing? Mm-hmm. for others what are you actively working on personally to get better and be more physically fit or to be better at your job or stuff like that so yeah that's kind of what I what I think when I get messages yeah I 100% agree I think that often people focus so much on wanting to prove themselves and that comes from you know maybe feeling different or a place of insecurity, instead of just focusing on like what they do have to bring to the table, what qualities they have, what their competency level is, how to empower themselves and how to empower others. And like naturally, everything else falls into place. Like it truly, truly does. Instead of just like sitting around being like, I'm different, I'm different. Can't believe I'm different. I don't want people to to treat me like I'm different. I think that there's a difference between like, a stereotype 
and being treated differently. And like, let me explain. For example, being a woman in the military, like obviously you're the stereotype is like a big giant man with so many muscles because that's what the Navy or the Marine Corps Army mostly is. It's male dominated. So that's the stereotype. So you should know coming in as a female, like obviously you are going to be part of a minority, but that doesn't mean you have to be treated differently. And the other day I met a male cheerleader. He was the captain of a team. He was in high school. I was at a, one of the local high schools here in Chicago. And so I was talking to all of these cheerleaders, right? And so there's 15 cheerleaders. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a cheerleader too. I am in the Navy. And they're like, no way. And then this tall guy walks up and he goes, I'm a cheerleader. And the first thing I think of was like, oh my goodness, like I would not have assumed you were a cheerleader. That's exactly what people do in the military. They assume that we're not the ones in the military because that's the stereotype. But my brain immediately said, that doesn't mean he's not qualified to be a cheerleader. It doesn't mean he, he needs to prove to me that he's a cheerleader. I'm immediately thinking like, wow, like that's so different, but that's awesome. And it's the same thing to me being a female in the military. Like, I think we need to break this insecurity. Like, oh, being a female means I need to prove myself. Like, I think even though maybe you look different than the rest, that's totally okay. But it means that, you know, you were, were chosen for a reason. You're educated. You're smart. You have the ability to lead just as much as everyone else does. So almost don't even make it as this big issue that you need to prove yourself. Like Jackie said, just focus on the mission, focus on leading others, focus on inspiring others, because that's what your male counterparts are doing. They're focusing on that. You know, they're not focusing on like, oh, how do I, I'm so different. Like, how do I prove myself? So I think it naturally will just come through your efforts and through your abilities. Just prove that, prove why you're there to begin with. Yeah. We talked about this, I think like in one of our first podcasts that we Mm -hmm. recorded, I recorded with you about how just a difference that hopefully over the years will get better, but it's kind of that concept of, you know, yeah, I've just noticed like, if you're a male, you're and you show up to a new unit, like you're kind of respected until you mess up and you, mm-hmm. you lose that respect. But for females, like, because we are different, we are the minority. We do have to quote, earn that respect and we have to work towards it. But ultimately that is shown through, through actions. And I think, yeah, like what you said, the whole like proving, I need to prove myself. I need to prove myself. It's like, well, don't think of it that way. Mm -hmm. Think of it as like, what, what have I accomplished today to better my Marines or my sailors? Like what have, have they, have they succeeded today? Because that's how we ultimately succeed. It's not about me, 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 me doing better. I need today. It's like, we really succeed and are respected through the actions and like accomplishments of our Marines and our, the people that we're Mm -hmm. leading. And that is like a direct reflection of what kind of leader we are. So if we're just focused, if we're focusing on them and how we can lift them up, then people will see, we'll see that 10 times more than us just walking around being, you know, demanding respect and demanding this and that. Well, that's not how we get respect. That's how you lose respect, quite honestly, mm-hmm. is if you have to ever use the phrase like, well, I'm the captain in the Marine Corps and you need to do what I say because I outrank you. Boom. Like your respect is, is lost. 
Mm-hmm. Like you will, like, yes, they'll listen maybe and do what you say because you're a higher rank, but they will give bare minimum effort, do just what's required. And then that's it. But if mm-hmm. you take the time and get to know your people, inspire them to, and get buy-in from them, get their ideas, get their input, and then task them with something or, you know, entrust them with something, you will get such a better response and just way better effort from them Mm -hmm. because they respect you. And you've taken that time to work with them and get to know them. Also, can I just say, I wonder if you had a different experience. Don't let the opinion or judgment of like one or two people who treat you differently as a female, let that be the status quo. Because I would say like in the five commands I've worked with, like maybe there's one, two, three men in the military who I'm like, kind of feel like if I was a man, you would be talking to me differently. But for the most part, I don't feel the need to prove myself to the rest of the staff, like the staff, you know, they are ready to support, you know, I have a very positive experience, you know, they are very like, you know, happy to work with me and they respect the the role I'm in, or they, you know, respect the decisions I'm making. I think sometimes, you know, if I just like sat around, I'm like, oh my God, I'm a woman. I need to make sure that I'm proving myself. Like you get so wrapped up on that instead of just like, focusing on the job you have to do, focusing on your people and like continuing to empower yourself, that will come naturally. So it's like these onesie twosies that kind of like stick out just like anything else. Like you and I were talking about, like, if you have one bad experience with one person, like that resonates as one person makes up a comment to you, like you cannot get that out of your mind versus like you've had 25 people say and compliments. Like, why is it that like all the compliments stick but then that one negative thing, like that's what like resonates all day long. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I had that experience. It's the same thing with people. Like, you know, you have like one or two people who maybe may, are making rude comments to you or maybe being judgmental, but you have all these other people who are, you know, excited to work with you, happy to work with you. They, they're not seeing you as different. So don't get caught up. And the reason why I say that is because I received a message not too long ago from an NROTC midshipman. And she said, Hey ma'am, like I'm very similar to you. I wear makeup. I'm very small. I have, you know, passions outside the military. I'm in a sorority. I max all of my PFA tests, but people still treat me differently. And she's like, you know, I have these, these one or two people on my unit who can't stop making comments. And it really gets me down. And I told her, remind yourself, just because you're different doesn't mean you're wrong. Just because you're in a sorority doesn't make you wrong. Just because you're bubbly or you're feminine doesn't make you wrong. Just means you're different. But also, like, don't let the opinions of these one or two people, like, make you think that this is your entire experience in the military. You know, like, you're always going to have people who disagree with what you do, but know, know your intention. So I think it's so easy to get, like, wrapped up in those, like, one or two people who want to say something negative about you, or maybe you're making rude comments to you, or maybe treating you differently, but that's not like the whole view of others. Cause I'd say in, in a majority of my experience has been incredibly positive with everyone I've worked with. And I'd say largely it's cause I, I work hard, <laughs> you know, I work hard and I show up and I care about other people and 
if they can't see that about me, then that's their own fault. Yeah. And I would say to that person that is struggling with having comments made about or whatever, like it's also important to set boundaries and Mm -hmm. there comes a point where like, you can only be a bro for so long and it's just a joke. It's just a joke, but like, there's also seriousness in those jokes. You know, there's always some sort of like quote truth that someone is trying to convey, even if they're quote joking or just lighten up. Like, but sometimes there comes a point where that grows and grows and grows. And every time you allow something like that, they're just going to keep doing it and keep treating you a certain way. And you're mm-hmm. just at some point need to ask yourself, like, am I, is this actually a joke and innocent and harmless or am I enabling this behavior? And, you know, there comes a point where you do have to like, mm-hmm. yeah, defend yourself. And practicing that is really hard to do because we, have, I feel like as women, we, feel bad for, for mm-hmm. calling people out because we do get that automatic response of like, Oh, what? It's just a joke. You got, you're so serious. Like, well, it's not a joke to me. That's like something that I try to talk to my students that I have right now, because they're at that age where, you know, you're trying to figure out who you are, who are your friends? Do they have your best interests? Are you want to be included? You want you know, and it's really, really hard. And you know, your confidence may not be as developed and you're really trying to, you know, just navigate through all these hard issues. And I literally try to sit them down and I say like, this is the time to practice boundary setting Mm -hmm. because people will say anything. And every time you let it go, that is you giving them approval to say something that is Mm -hmm. not appropriate or not that is rude or offensive. And just saying like, Hey, I'm really not okay with, with that kind of comment. It's pretty hurtful and offensive. Like they will then probably not say something like that again. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll probably give you like some kind of flack for it and be like, Oh, you're just sensitive, but like stand your ground. And it's so, and I tell them, I'm like, I got it. That's so much easier said than done. And you just need to practice and you just need to practice it because there will be a time in your career when someone will make a comment like that. And you cannot let it go and you cannot enable that behavior. And Mm -hmm. so that's just something I try to try to tell young leaders as well is recognizing that. And more importantly too, is when you hear it, even if it's not directed at you, if you are just a bystander, you are just as responsible for standing up for someone else and saying, Mm, that's actually like really not okay. What you just said to that person. And like, I'm not going to stand by and, Mm -hmm. and let you do that to them. Because not everyone is as strong to defend themselves. And again, practicing that being aware of what is actually maybe a quote joke is actually very damaging to people and to units and to work environments and command Mm -hmm. climates and all that. So yeah, it's just hard. Like to that girl, you know, she's, people are making comments. It's like, well, what are, you know, are you actively trying to stop it? Because mm-hmm. that is step one. Like, what have you, what has, what is your immediate response when people say something like yeah. that? I and actually, it's hard as women, you yeah. know, we get, we get, you know, defend that people will defend ourselves and we'll be then sensitive or, to, you know, so it is a hard line to walk. You know, sure. something I have learned is that I almost, and I, I almost have like pre-planned responses at this time. Like if there's something 
that you're doing that gives you like anxiety about being around like other members of the military and the way they're going to respond to it. For example, competing in pageants. Like it's a very like 50-50 response that I get from people about my participation in Miss USA. So at the time when I was competing, if I had someone who like 50% of the time would be in positive and then 50% of the time would be negative. I had like responses planned already to how like I would visualize the conversation and I'm like, okay, if someone comes up to me and says something negative to me about being in pageants, boom, this is how I'm going to react to it. I would say like, oh, actually, why is that different? Why is that so hard to imagine? Why is that negative? Or I'd say, actually, there's never been a woman to compete in Miss USA that's been in the Navy. The idea of breaking that stereotype is actually something that's incredibly empowering for women in the military. And I think that's something to be expressed and celebrated. Do you not? And I've used these and they're just like, uh, uh, you know, like, you know, and they pre-planned response. That's something they do in like the media and like public affairs, having those for professionals to always be ready to counteract what other people say. I do the same thing for social media. Because it's 50-50 on opinions. Whenever I check into a new command, I'm around other people and they say like, oh, like, I can't, you're, you're the Instagram star. And I think, you know, I'm like, oh, well, actually, you know, I network and I communicate with lots of women all over the country, whether they be in the military or not. And I choose to empower them with my experiences in the military. Do you not think it's good to have a platform to do so? The, uh, the, uh, uh, and I'm like, yeah, you know, my videos or my posts receive thousands of views. That's quite an opportunity to make a positive impact. Do you disagree? And they're like, uh. so like those little like responses have helped me so much. And it's empowered me to feel confident when I enter a conversation about things people disagree with, like with me participating and as a woman, but the simplest one, and this is what I told the, the midshipmen that DM me is why. Asking why is so powerful because people will say like, oh, well, you should not be in a sorority or you should not be wearing makeup or you should not be doing this or you should not be doing whatever. Whatever they say, it just be like, why? Why shouldn't I be in a sorority? And typically, like most of these people don't have reasons why. It's just because they're not used to seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that makes me think about like my posts too, because if you ask why mm-hmm. their response is going to be just an opinion mm-hmm. and that's all that it is. It's an opinion. Mm-hmm. I love being like responding with something like, please tell me what order mm-hmm. Marine Corps order I'm violating standing by to be like, cause I've got it. If I am like wearing my uniform incorrectly, if I am saying something like political, if I, you know, which I don't, I like do not do, I'm very sure, a hundred percent sure that I don't violate the legit order and the rules, then this is an, it's an opinion. And I'm like, great. Okay. Well, that's hurtful. And I will maybe delete your comment or just leave it or whatever. But that also is validating to me where I have to distinguish between like Am I actually breaking a rule? Am I yeah. actually doing something wrong? Mm-hmm. And when I realize I answer, no, I'm not, I know I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I have, I keep, like you said earlier, like keeping your intent clear and re- like think, reminding yourself who you're speaking to and what the purpose is of your post or mm-hmm. whatever you're trying to do. Then those opinions of these strangers literally just become just words. 
just yeah. words that they need to vent out. They just, they just need to get that off their chest and they can move on with their day, you know, and then mm-hmm. it kind of releases that burden as well. And it's like, mm-hmm. yep, not breaking any rules here. Yeah. So, okay. A hundred percent. And you said something earlier, you said, um, you know, your students often like they're, they don't want to say something or stand up to someone because of fear of not being included or like making things uncomfortable or whatever it is. And here's the thing that sometimes people need to assess is, is this a group you actually want to be included in? Why, why are you trying to be included? Why are you trying to impress these other people? Why are you trying so hard to gain that respect and focusing on earning respect? Because sometimes when you look from the outside in, you're like, oh, wait, this actually doesn't, this isn't, doesn't align with like who I am as a person. You can very much be a member of the military and not let that be your whole life. Not let that be the only people you hang out with and the only part of your life always. And I say that because I have found myself really becoming close. Like, obviously you're my best friend and you're in the Marine Corps and, you know, we're both in the military, but that's not all we talk about. Like, we're not always like, oh, professionalism. Like, this is what happened today at work. Like you and I have this whole other like life and hobbies and things like that that we discuss, uh, relationships and whatnot. But I've noticed, I found a lot of value in connecting with creatives or influencers or other podcast hosts or other models or pageant girls, because that's mostly where I align and I have things in common with people. And the onesie twosies in the military do get along with, like kind of are open-minded to that. But I sat at a dinner not too long ago with like several other lieutenants and like, this is their life. The Navy is their life. Like I know them. They don't do anything else. They they work in the Navy. They are married to people in the Navy. They don't do anything outside the Navy. Like this is what they do. And that's fine. I completely respect it. That is total. That's a personal choice. That's fine. That's not how I am. But I'm sitting there and I'm listening to them. And they are just, these four people are ripping other members of the military apart. They're attacking them for their lack of knowledge. I can't believe they don't have master's degrees. Oh my God, she's so bad at her job, blah, blah, blah. Like any person that they could mention, they were just like ripping him to shreds. And I realized I had gone an hour without saying anything because at the beginning of the dinner, I tried to you know keep things really positive. I was like, oh, like, how's your wife doing? How's the wedding planning going? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Trying to talk about things other than like our job. But as I sat there and I listened, I'm like, these people, I don't care about making sure I'm included in this. Like, I am totally okay with not being super tight with this group of people and omitting myself from, you know, future interactions with them. And that's not a kind of person that I, I want to be close with. And I'm okay with not being included. And I think it, it takes time and maturity to realize like I'd rather have one close friend that I align with and our values than like make sure I'm accepted by the mass, you know, because I'm not going to change who I am to make sure I'm accepted by everyone. I would rather be accepted by a few and people know my intention than, oh, well, at least I have a thousand people who are on board with me. Like, I don't need that. I'd rather like stay true to Kelly and have my passions in the, outside the military and 
make sure that I'm doing things right and have a, a few best friends who support me than get accepted by all of my peers and act just like all of my peers. And that's to me, that's not why we're here. We're not supposed to be like everybody else. So mm-hmm. really think about like, why are you trying to be accepted by this group? Unless like they all walk on water and they're like the descendants of Jesus Christ himself, like really take a moment to be like, is this a crew I want to be a part of? And realize it's okay to not as well. Yeah. That translates so much. Oh, oh my goodness. That like is making me reevaluate my social media stuff too, because like we will never ever make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. You know, like we just, that's just impossible. Like you can't. And it's so easy to get sucked into those people who are the naysayers and the negative people to try to like change their minds. Mm-hmm. But then that takes away from the people that we that are listening to us, that are inspired by us. Like those people that are mean and loud and comment, whatever mean, crazy things, like they will always exist. They will never change. And that is not who we're talking to, but it's easy to be like, Oh, maybe if I post this, they'll change their mind. Like, Nope, they're not going to. So don't even like sometimes just like silent, the silent treatment is just the best response because they want us to respond and want us to be distracted from what our actual purpose and intent is. And yeah, it's like the few, even though maybe that audience of people that were affecting and that are listening to us is smaller, that is who's important. And when we surround ourselves with that, like surround ourselves with that kind of positivity, like we know that we're having, making an impact on those and everyone else is just noise and everyone else can continue with whatever, you know? And I think that's just like so important to just, think about who your real friends are in real life, you know, Mm -hmm. but then that also translates to like the social media side of it. And who, who are we trying to communicate with and who, who is listening to us and who has the same kind of mindset as we do. And that's definitely gives some really important, like just direction with where, where we're going. Yeah. And, and also to circle back before we wrap up to like our original conversation of those people who are so worried about earning respect because they are a woman in the military and they want to be treated like everybody else. And, you know, they want to be treated any differently and that sort of thing. Just again, I think if you remember your intention, you care, you're actively trying to make a difference, you're actively doing your job, you're showing up and you're putting your best foot forward. You cannot possibly get along with everyone, gain the respect of everyone or blow everyone away. Like, you know, I just recently went through this experience with someone where no matter how hard I work, she just didn't like me, did not like me, did not want to listen to me, did not want to take a direction from me, did not want to take advice from me. And I had to sit back and think, okay, I have about 20 other people I work with that I get along with just fine. And this is a personal thing that they are choosing just not to listen, not to take direction, not to respect my authority whatsoever. And that's something she needs to work on. That's not a Kelly problem. That's a her problem. And I think that that's a good kind of like rule of thumb is like, I'm not going to sit around and think like, oh, how do I win her over? Like everyone must like me. Like you can't, it's impossible. Never going to win everyone over. So I just keep showing up. I do my job. You know, if, the people that matter are okay with my work and people that matter are on board with what I'm doing. That's really all that matters. 
I'm truly still being me in the process. Any last remarks, Jackie Barnum, on, you know, kind of being misunderstood in your your guidance, your leadership online, your intention for those who are listening who feel misunderstood as a woman or anything like that? I would just say, I mean, I was thinking earlier, this actually happened this morning. I didn't mention to you earlier, but okay. So someone like posted some crazy comment, right? And I, sometimes when I like get comments, I click on who it is just to see like, is this a real person or whatever? And I had like a significant amount of like mutual friend. I wasn't following them. And they didn't have like a name. It was like just a vague username or whatever. But someone I that we both know follows them. So I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to our friend. And I was like, who is this person? And he's like, oh, he's XYZ. Actually, I know this person from flight school, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, do you want me to call him? Because all he sees, he's like, he doesn't know the real Jackie. He just sees IG Jackie. And I was my first response. I was like, that's super nice of you to offer to, to call and like, I guess, defend my honor or whatever. But, but I real Jackie and IG Jackie are the same person. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it just like makes me, it's just, it was like an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm just like, it was just like, I was like taken aback and I was like, I want people to see IG Jackie because IG Jackie equals real Jackie. Like it is IG one Jackie. in the state, you know, me. it's like, so, so anyway, I guess this doesn't really answer yes. the question, but in terms of just like continuing to be yourself, be true to your message, know your intention. Again, like I got sucked into this person, this random person who I don't know, will never meet. They're not going to change, you know, is and, but yeah, I just felt like sharing that little that little story that happened this morning. And it's something that we will always, always deal with, especially when we put ourselves out there and we're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I am me. And I am the same when I wear my uniform, when I take my uniform off, when I, on Halloween, on Christmas, on 4th of <laughs> July, like I am the same. So anyway, I think just yeah. continuing to like figure out who you are and work on you is the best that we can do. and. I don't want people to like get discouraged that you have to be someone else because mm-hmm. we're all have, we all have a place and we're all yep. important. And that's yep. just kind of what I am trying to continuously promote. And there will always be someone who connects with you always, you know, whether it's a whole unit of people, that's 200 or it's five sailors in your division, or in your case, like, you know, you're the really the only person I talk to continuously from the Naval Academy, but the biggest blessing in my life. Like, I'm glad I didn't sit in my room and worry about being the most popular person at the Naval Academy and spread myself thin relationships that wouldn't bring longevity versus like really dedicating and focusing on our relationship because you are the person that gets me and connects with me and has made a huge impact in my life. Don't waste time on all these people who don't get you because that's not pushing you toward your purpose and bringing value into your life. So I hope that we gave some tips on, you know, kind of how to gain confidence and what to focus on, how to counteract some of these people and ultimately, you know, stop listening to the naysayers and handle this kind of criticism because 
It's tough. We get it. We're there. We're cheering you on. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys. And I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you love, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out to my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. If you're looking to launch a podcast or if you already have one, you can get unlimited podcast editing by visiting usehatch.fm. That's usehatch.fm. Thanks so much, guys. Until next week, this is your misunderstood Kelly Hall.